This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Scott Bertram, and with me this morning is State Senator Mike Shirky. 16th State Senate District, that's Branch, Hillsdale, Jackson Counties. Find him at SenatorMikeShirky.com or find him on Facebook as well. Senator, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Scott. And uh, as you went through that introduction, it causes me to think about the high privilege of of, uh, being able to serve Hillsdale and Branch Counties, two counties of which... You know, I really wasn't that familiar with uh, before, and I've made some precious, precious friends and acquaintances in uh, in both of those counties. Got a few enemies too, <laughs> but uh, 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 particularly in your home home uh, area. But uh, and in general, it's just been a high privilege to be able to serve uh, them, and it's it's going to be a fond memory for the rest of my life. And, uh, you know, you can still visit for the parades and uh, maybe some games over at Will Carlton Academy, as uh, we've, we've met over there before. You're still yep. welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, I'm not bashful. Uh, well, a, a recent email, you know, it's it's early in the gubernatorial primary race, but not, but not too early, and people are beginning to, I think, pay attention and, and try to find out more about candidates and perhaps make up minds about who to support in a, in a crowded Republican primary for governor. And uh, recently we find out that State Senator Mike Shirky has made an endorsement in the race, and the endorsement is of Tudor Dixon for governor. And for those who perhaps haven't been paying that much attention, tell us a, a little about Tudor Dixon and, and tell us why, of all the candidates in this race, she is the one that has has, has made the, the biggest impact on you. So my standard now uh, that I'm happy to share is having a governor who is who manifests freedom and trusts people who will share information openly and honestly, and then count on people to make good decisions. Uh, my standard bearer uh, in today's world is Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. And as I assess the, the uh, long, growing slate of gubernatorial candidates in Michigan uh, and went through each one, I don't know them all personally, but I know many of them personally. Uh, I concluded that the one that comes the closest for me of being able to envision her acting that way from her heart uh, is Tudor. Uh, she has got a fantastic uh, business background. Uh, she and I both share uh, a, a love for manufacturing, and I think manufacturing is one of the best training grounds there can be for understanding the economy. Uh, she has a delightful family. Uh, she is she presents herself well and speaks well and is courageous and fearless. I've seen her in a number of venues now that. Uh, she has not backed off from hard questions, and she's very clear and confident in her positions, and they've matched up well with my values personally. Uh, and I also believe that, you know, in this in today's world, uh, and this may ruffle some feathers of some of your listeners, but in today's world, to have a, a legitimate and aggressive and, frankly, thorough uh, debate over who should be the next governor, a female candidate has... Has, a, has an advantage, just simply that. And uh, it takes a lot of the ability to critique a male candidate off the, off the table, and they can end up going toe-to-toe and comparing records, comparing values, comparing uh, futures, and comparing so forth. So I, that's, I spent some time with her, uh, and uh, I think that uh, she's legit. And I also believe it's time for those of us who know this is an important race to start coalescing around 
a few candidates mm-hmm. instead of having a wide spectrum of candidates because uh, with all due respect for anybody who has put their head in the ring to run for governor, uh, because that is a major, major decision and a major commitment. Uh, there are a few there that, you know, we really just don't want to have be successful. I'm not going to mention what, who they are, but uh, we want to, I think we need to narrow the slate down a little bit, uh, even before the primary. And uh, Senator Ingrid Jackson, the uh, Detroit News, with, with a column talking about Governor Whitmer and uh, the beginning of the rewriting of her legacy over the past three-plus years. And we see it uh, on social media as well, where she is claiming to be you know, a champion of freedom and someone who is fighting for schools to be open and for in-person schooling. And you and I both know, and I hope voters realize, too, that that is not close to the truth. The only one that, for through 2020 and 21, that she was fighting with primarily was me. And I didn't get a lot of help from the media uh, because I was the one advocating for trusting people, informing, inspiring, encouraging, and trusting people and in, in uh, lifting up freedom. And she was fucking it all the way. Uh, and so uh, in, in her tweet this week about, you know, education, and I've always said that kids should be in the classroom and that that was such a disingenuous that's the nicest thing i can say <laughs> disingenuous uh, uh tweet that you know it should cause people to really uh, pay attention uh, across the political spectrum quite frankly any mom and dad should look at that with serious serious skepticism State Senator Mike Shirky with us here, also Senate Majority Leader on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Uh, Senator A. Deal uh, in place for some spending, uh, $4.7 billion. This would be from some state surplus, from some uh, federal dollars, stimulus dollars, uh, uh, and on infrastructure spending, about $1.7 billion on, on water and water infrastructure, $450 million on parks and trails money for roads and bridges, money for broadband expansion across the state. Why is this a, a judicious use of the surplus and of the stimulus money that we have here in Michigan? This is a big supplemental. And, uh, you know, it takes three entities to get something like this done. Uh, and everybody, none of us are immune from the uh, temptation to spend this enormous amount of of uh, printed money from the federal government for things that we are of our personal interest. And it takes great discipline to, to resist that temptation and to do it, spend it on things that, you know, have lasting effect uh, and a lasting, uh, you know, tra- I don't want to overuse the word, but a transformational effect. And so that was the standard we started with. Um, I got, I've got the quadrant to agree to a retrospective review uh, once this is actually signed into law. Uh, to see how we did on that standard privately, uh, because I think it's something that we we owe it to the citizens of Michigan to uh, live up to. But I think there, I think we'll pass. I think there are we're going to find some things in here that maybe aren't measurable in the in the transformational area. But uh, most of the things in, in this uh, supplemental, uh, I think people would agree are should be a priority, and and we're doing them in a way in which uh, there's will be a measurable return on investment and commitment to uh, the taxpayers. Uh, The dams in Midland are part of this process that we all know uh, suffered a great uh, catastrophe a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of water, water purity, water protection uh, in this. And Lord knows water is going to be ever increasing in importance uh, into the future. 
and then infrastructure, of course. And I, I think it's I think it's a you know it's a pretty sound landing spot. Uh, there are a few things in there that you know I wish we weren't doing, but you can't let perfect get in the way of good. And it's time that we uh, deployed some of these resources before inflation continues to eat them up even yeah. more. And, uh, Senator, the recent back and forth and proposals on some relief at the pump for Michigan drivers, uh, the governor uh, essentially rejecting the ideas that have been put forward thus far. But but with a counter, she says, why don't we suspend the sales tax on gasoline in Michigan for a little while? Uh, this would be a little bit less of a savings than what the Senate and many Republicans in the state have proposed. I- is that an idea worth considering? The most important word you just used in describing the current situation is countered. Uh, that means we've got engagement. We've got some agreement on principle on a, a very high level. And uh, I'm, again, without uh, saying too much that would potentially jinx uh, us progress going forward, I am optimistic that we can put something together that provides relief, real tax relief, whether it's at the pump or otherwise, uh, for citizens of Michigan. And uh, that is what we're focused on right now. And so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited about the fact that, you know, she started with her budget proposal and included some tax relief. It was too targeted for my, uh, from my perspective. It needs to be more broad-based. But at least, and and so every step of this process, from her budget proposal now to talking about sales and or gas or both taxes at the pump, uh, I think opens up a playing field for which we can come together and maybe repeat what we did with auto no fault and leave our check our politics at the door and get something really good done for the state of Michigan. Senator, very quickly, do you anticipate no matter what is done when it comes to the gasoline relief, gasoline price relief, there would be some sort of sunset uh, on the agreement? So after X number of months, six months, nine months, we would return to sort of normal, a normal structure? Um, my goal is to permanently eliminate the sales tax on gas. And uh, how we do that and how we accomplish that, there's uh, not an infinite number of ways, but a quite a, a long list of ways in which we can do that to end up with a net tax reduction for as broad a base as we can across the state of Michigan. All right. State Senator Mike Shirky from the 16th State Senate District, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Scott. Have a great day. More of our interviews and conversations on our SoundCloud page. Go to soundcloud.com, search for WRFH Radio Free Hillsdale. And I'm Scott Bertram on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.